When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, friends, this is now the uh, third episode. Holy moly, the third episode of our biggest win. I'm Ken Napsuck. This is the Napsuck Network. And my co-host, my co-pilot, the uh, Harry Chewbacca to my grumpy Han Solo is Robbie Smith. Robbie, hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I have our theme song. Uh, we, I, I'm going to drop the theme song in so you didn't hear it. So your, is your soul feel okay. bad? Without well, no, I just, I, I, you know, because last time I was, again, I was so excited to be talking to you. <laughs> I was just upright that I did a little dance. You did. I slept for three minutes afterwards, but I did a little dance. Yeah. People couldn't see it. Yeah. I'll drop this in. The proper version was edited in, but right now, so you can hear it. There you go. It's a happy little tune. That I pulled for the Robbie Minute of the old GPA days and the Ken Goes Live days, uh, which might not be done. Um, I think I paid sixteen dollars for that, and I hope it's priceless in your soul. I it is my favorite thing. You know, I had a good time doing those little videos. They were great. It's funny, but it's like you know, as everybody knows, you're like, oh, it'll be a minute of content. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be a minute a long project, and it would take like. 12 years for me to be like, okay, I need to edit. I need to say that line better. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to stop breathing yeah. like mama Cass. God bless her soul. God bless but, oh my God. I would hear my breath and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like star jumps on the view before the gastric bypass. <laughs> Cause you could hear across the stage and I'm not making fun of her because I, you know, I, we, yeah, know, I've I'm, not, I, I'm a heavy breather too, especially at night. Grace will tell you, but, Man, and I took a deep breath right there. But like w- when I was producing movie fights, there was one guest we'd have on, and I loved him to death. And 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 he was a, a little heavier, but you know that's just the truth of it. And that not this does not necessarily mean that's the reason he was breathing that way. But we had to, we didn't we couldn't figure out what to do because he would say a line, he'd talk on an episode of movie fights, and then for, until he talked again, all you heard was, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> And then he talked and then like when we would try JT and I would try to like fade the mic in and out and it just didn't work. We had accepted. Um, before we get too fur- further too further down the line, I can't even talk today. It's been one of those weeks. Uh, I've had too much cheddar cheese today. Uh, this uh, The concept of our biggest win is Robbie Smith and I uh, get together and we do it once a month right now. Maybe in the future, if you love it, we'll do it more. And we share what we feel is our biggest win of the week, even if it was the worst week, the, the shittiest week, uh, a devastating week. If we're doing this show, we're finding something that we can be proud of and call a win and, and the lessons that we can learn from there. Sometimes they're simple. Usually mine are kind of simple. Robbie, because of his life battle, uh, and a lot of the stuff that's going on, I suggest you go catch the second episode to get the full story of what's been going on with them. But some of it will come up here and there. Uh, Robbie usually has wins that I would deem more important, but it doesn't mean your win is that you win. You know, everybody's got their experience. It's not like I'm going to Mordor or whatever the hell that place is called. One does not simply 
Although I would, I would take that over some of the places I've been. I'll tell you, I've been everywhere, man. Uh, another thing I was going to say, and I was going to get to it on the Patreon pre-roll show, but uh, for those uh, on Patreon, you get to hear it now. Uh, you are on location, which is going to be part of what the show is about for you this week, and you have uh, AirPods or earpods in. And you had texted me before, almost thinking we should probably cancel the show. It does not going to sound good. You sound better than most people on StreamYard. And I'm wondering why. It's just you you love Apple tech. Maybe you found a way to make them work. You sound wonderful. I, I've discovered that um, occasionally Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible. And says, and, uh, and sometimes, you know, you know, the, the, the angels say, you know what? He deserves a win today. <laughs> he deserves and a win. It's like, it's shit bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you said it. I said it. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I owe, I owe the discord a dollar. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now I'm hitting, um, I'm hitting my microphone too. Um, with, you can say it with a back scratcher. I have a back scratcher near me. I have an itchy back. I need to moisturize my back. That is fantastic. I have a um, a selfie stick that I use, and it <laughs> it's really sad. I'm one of those. I'm I'm one of those. I don't weirdos. I'll, I'll try not to insult myself too bad. But like, if if I'm near a door frame, I'll start scratch my back on it. Almost right. Like, yeah. And people are always. Sure the, dogs are, the dogs are looking at you like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" That's our job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've like I've done it at work, like Collider, Defy Media. And like, Ken, are you scratching your back? Yes, I am. God, this feels good. Feels good. Um, I've all you. Know, I'm rubbing my ass all over this Wayne's coating. Yeah. <laughs> you are the reason you're on uh, your Apple products. Here is uh, you're not yes. in your normal broadcast location, uh, which is a secured location with your father. Uh, you because of. Um, a lot of the recent uh, health struggles seems like a lightweighted and polite way to describe it. Uh, the the battle for just uh, a new existence. Uh, you uh, you are making some big changes, and I'm guessing that's part of your win this week, Robbie. Oh yes, I am. Right now, I am sitting in my living room in my home. Mm. Um, I have not yeah. really been at for the last nine months, and um, uh, I mean, not that I, I've been I've been here yeah. and, and done things. But this is the first time since I've been out of the hospital. It's the first time in 2023 I've spent significant time here mm. because I've sold my house and I'm I'm making the plunge. I'm, you know, my father is a widower. My mom passed away a couple of years ago, mm. and um, mm. you know, so he's on his own. Well, I shouldn't say he's on his own because um, my dad recently got engaged to a very fantastic I adore, oh. and. It's one of those things where people have said, is that weird because, you know, your mom passed and, and I, you know what, life is short and, you know, not to blow up my dad's, you know, spot or anything, but, (laughs) you know, he's of a certain age. I mean, I'm 46. So you do the math. My dad was not a horny teenager. You do the math. So he's, you know, older and I'm thinking, you know what, if you, if you can find a chance at companionship Mm -hmm. after being married for almost 50 years. Yeah. And he's retired now, and it's like, great, go for it. And yeah. and I don't feel like, you know, at first I was like, oh, my God, you know, how how far I have fallen from my goals because I'm moving back home. And, uh, well, I'm not moving. First of all, the house that my parents live in, I've never lived in mm-hmm. because I've oh, been know. years. 
but also it's more in a funny way. He's my dad, but it's like a roommate situation. Yeah. And we have, and I have found that I'm fortunate that we have a much different relationship Mm. Mm. because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't treat me like a kid. He worries about me. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't do the thing where, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, he, you know, sometimes he'll poke, he'll poke his head in at five o'clock in the morning to be like, are you still breathing? And, um, that's good. I'd be like, yes, but I'm also sleeping. Yeah. That's why he's on the job. Oh, that's why we hired him. Uh, well, he's that, yeah, he's that retired person that still gets up in the morning. Oh yeah. 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 My, my mom's still like that. I mean, she still does some work, but yeah, she's one of those up at five. That's why I don't stay there, stay at their house anymore. Among other reasons, but that's that's the big one, and and I think it's I, I should clarify it. Like my mom probably feels that when I visit for an extended time, I go in a hotel now um, down the street. But I think they think it's because I'm like, ah, oh, you Republicans, I don't want you around. It's it's not that they have four dogs and two cats that wake up at five in the morning, huh. and I can't. I, I just not, it's not relaxing to hear. Because my mom's one of the ones that she tries to shut the dogs up to not wake me, but in the process is 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 Bambi, shut up, Bambi, quiet, quiet. It like right in front of my door. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a I've never been a morning person. Mm-hmm. I've always been a. I mean, it, people that are in the Discord probably you know are, they they've probably caught that like Robbie posted at two thirty this morning. Mm, yeah, no, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a night owl and I've always been that way. It started when I was in high school because I just, I had insomnia. Mm. And when I was in the hospital this year, trust me, being awake at night was better than being at work during the day because during the day yeah. you hear everything, every craziness, every piece of machine, every, oh yeah, you know, and whether it's day or not, they're going to wake you up every five minutes to, you know, yep. stick a thermometer up your ass or take your blood. So Hoka project. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, you know, I'm just, and I like the night. I like when it's quiet. I put on my music. I, I like, you know, night. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I, that's why I adore Grace because mm-hmm. I, I'm a creature of the evening and I'm, I'm sure her and I would get along famously if we were in the same room. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, she, she stays up late. She works late. She, she's the type that, um, like she'll finish her work for the day and be like, all right, I'm going to go for a run. And I'll be like, it's 11 o'clock at night. What are you doing? But that's yeah. when she gets it in. That's where she likes to run. Um, yeah, I, I had to get up early this morning to go hiking with Christian Ruvacaba. And when I say early, I mean seven thirty, seven twenty-five to be exact. I like setting weird. That's way early. Yeah, I like I like weird alarm times. And it was just, it's just so painful. It's so goddamn painful. I even texted him because we all, we always do that thing. We don't remind each other. We'll say like on Wednesday, you want to go hiking Friday again? Yeah, okay. Eight fifteen. Got. I'll be. I'll be there. And we don't check in on each other the night before, but we're both, we send those text messages as you're driving to the location. Like, I don't want to harass him, but I hope he remembered. Otherwise I'm going to be here by myself, which is fine. And right. we, we send like up too. So I just texted him this morning. And I said, God damn us. Why are we up this early? And, and uh, he was already there. So I feel that it, I have to say that, that I, I think that kind of shocks me that he would be a morning person because, mm. because I, mm. Hmm. Well, just because of uh, you know of he's all the work, he does. yeah. But he's also got Draco. He's got that adorable. Puppy. I think Draco kind of started to turn him a little bit toward, toward more towards the mornings because he used to be like a late late worker. He'd be up editing like one or two, but now he can't because he's got a proper job. 
Um, but anyways, I think I buried the lead. Your win, your biggest win, the show is our oh biggest God. win, is you sold your goddamn house, which is great, but it's also hard to process. It's a big change. It's a leap that you had to take, but that doesn't make it easy. That's a that's is that that that's a that's a big win. It is a you know, and I know there's a lot of people out there that can relate to this. Mm-hmm. When you have a million and one things going on and you can't give something the proper attention and care that it needs, mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate that I had the time um, to really think about, okay, where where do I want to go in the future? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I don't want to be alone anymore. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I've always been good being on my own. I've not always been on my own, but... But, you know, I, I go through phases yeah. and, you know, and, you know, I, again, my relationship with my family has, has deepened and changed because we've been through a lot, not yeah. just with my stuff, but with mm-hmm. their stuff. And, um, and also it's just, you know, I, I love my home. I've had wonderful memories here. Yeah. I'm very fortunate that, um, I was best friends with the previous owner who passed away, which is why I took on the house. Mm. So effectively I've lived here eight years, but I have 20 years of memories. In this yeah. House. Oh, wow. And the thing that I've learned though, is that it served me well. It got me where I needed to be, mm. you know, and that I'm not, you know, I, mm. and I don't want to be one of those people. I'm giving up all my worldly possessions. And I'm going to go, you know, <laughs> the Himalayas. Yeah. Yeah. But, Your hair. you know, after I, I really have figured out, like, life is more important than stuff. Yeah. You know, and and the the act of downsizing and the act of, you know, feeling secure by not being alone. And the fact that my, you know, insane dog, Susie. Mm, love Susie. Who has been, who's been living at my dad's mm. all this year, because obviously she needs to be taken care of. Well, my dad also has a small dog who's a couple of years older mm. named Molly. Well, they're like Lucy and Ethel mm. now. So I would, I wouldn't want to take her from that because that's, I mean, she's a puppy. That's what she knows. Yeah. Means all. And so it, it, so for me, it's, 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 it's more bitter than sweet because it's, it's, you know, when you, when you've, had control over so many, you know, things taken from you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that bad. came out grammatically correct, <laughs> but I'm able to do this and I'm able to do what I want. And, and, you know, yeah, everything. I mean, I, I'm the one thing that I have going for me is that I've always been a good planner. Mm. It's nice. It's also nice to have a project that can take my mind off of, Oh, this next doctor's appointment this next surgery. Mm-hmm. And you've got more on the way. I do. Yeah. I do. And also it's like, you know, why are you paying for something you're not living at? Because I can't, I mean, I know California is a train wreck, but, and not too personal, but yeah. taxes in New York state, mm. like I, there, I, there's not enough favors I could give out to make it worth it. It's- and I know every with that but that i mean that's the reality of homeowning is that there's you know shit falls apart yeah it's you and uh, you end up paying for everything yeah it, uh, could you imagine me with a lawnmower in my condition please mm, mm. the neighbors would have to call the police because i would be screaming and looking crazy being dragged by the thing 
Uh, but I th- I'm proud of you because because this is a situation that is something that do you feel? I mean, you had no choice. You have you have no choice. And maybe there was a small choice or sliver of hope that you could have kept this house, but because of your life uh, and condition right now, you know, this is all of this makes sense. All makes sense. Yeah. But was there a moment where you're like, this is, I I, I this is happening. I got I can't, I can't hesitate anymore. Um, absolutely, because I think that, um. I was I was fortunate that I never had I never had a I, I don't feel forced into this. Mm-hmm. I feel like in some strange, weird, messed up way, this is the first real adult mature decision I've made because I I really had to come to terms with not necessarily focusing on limitations, but like yeah. what do I want? And to not have to worry mm-hmm. about, you know, a house that was built in 1939. Which is, you know, yeah. property that I can't take care of that, that I want to see, I want, and, and, and it's, it's a lot of house for one person, even mm. with all my wigs, it's a lot of house. <laughs> I don't need an entire room for my hair pieces. But, but you had one though for them, right? Even Cher is downsizing. She's leaving Malibu. Is she? She is. Do you? And you know, she has, she has a temperature controlled wig room. God bless her. What, and well, hold on. If I can't have that, then I'll go home. Ho- hold on. What what is uh what is the ideal temperature for a wig? Sixty-eight degrees. Are you are you pulling it out of my ass? You, Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm I I'm like, you know, my wigs are in a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. somewhere in a box underneath, you know, all the porn magazines I used to have when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm real fancy, like. Yeah, I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you. Okay, that makes sense. I just, you know, wasn't sure about that. Um, I I've owned one wig in my life. All the all the sketch comedy I did, all four years training the groundlings comedy before that. Um, I only have owned one wig, which is probably why I ended up not being uh, moved on in the sketch comedy world. I, I I needed to own more wigs. I one time was at. Uh, Kristen Wiggs house. We were working on a sketch together and she was like, Oh, I got the perfect wig for this. And she went into her, and this is like when she had like a one bedroom, like walk up apartment over a garage. And, and she went to her, her little closet and she came back. She's like, ah, and she had like 12 wigs that she was looking through. She's like, I, I, I don't have the right, right wig. Let me call Stephanie. Stephanie's uh, Stephanie Courtney, the, the pro- flow from progressive. She's like, Stephanie, we're all have a wig. She calls her and, and yeah, I need this kind of wig. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had like between them, like 60 wigs. Yeah. That's why I failed it's, sketch comedy. Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to handle the competitiveness. Apparently I, I wasn't either, but uh, enough about my wigs. Your wigs are in a new location. Um, so this is all good. It's a it's, win, it's, but it's, it's a win. It's a financial win, right? It's a financial win. Yeah. It's an yeah. emotional win. It's a change yeah. win, a win of change, uh, which yeah. is tremendously difficult, even when you want to, even when yeah. I've, I've, I don't know how you are. And I want to know, you know, you're not there yet. The, your final steps out of this house are still in front of you. So let's go to that moment. Let's predict, um, like I've moved out of apartments that I've only been in for a year and I was dying to get out of. And on the final day, I go back to the empty apartment and I like get misty eyed. 
Oh, this is, oh, it's where I had some Cheez-Its over there. Oh, I'm, oh, it's where I got my first PlayStation 3. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sad. Like, that's the kind of sentimental fuck I am. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I was going to make a joke about that. was the closet my mom locked me in. That did not happen. I'm confusing <laughs> my life with Carrie. Um, I just would have nodded. Right. Because, well, you know, <laughs> we'll get into my mother's stories later. My mom is quite the character. Um, but uh, so the timeline, what I'm dealing with right now is I have essentially um, slowly, but at the same time, not as slow as I, I guess, um, I've packed up everything I'm taking with me in a total of four days. Wow, I couldn't do that. I have, I have had some help because I'm not really able to move anything, but I can, sure. you know, you do a little packing, you, you you take a break, you do a little bit more packing. Yeah, I mean, um, and energy, energy is a concern for you right now. Who, so, hold on. You, I know you invited uh, me to fly out to help you move, and I said, hell no. Um, what <laughs> Did you have friends do it, or, did, or be honest, Robbie, did you hire some young strapping lads and then just sit down with like one of those uh, fans and just fan yourself while you said, Oh my dear, pick up that box. I did. I do have several fans in the house. You know me well. <laughs> um, they're in every room for dramatic effect. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, okay. Full disclosure. I, my uh, ex-boyfriend's mm. uh, younger brother mm. has um, sort of, you know, he, he's 24, but he's adopted me. Um, he's been the muscle behind a, a lot of yeah. helping me deal with, and also because he's got, again, I'm a night owl. So is he. And, gotcha. um, so it, we, I was very fortunate that that made that possible because I could, you know, beautiful. um, I could do stuff. And, and also I, you know, with my career and, and the, and the life I've had, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good at organizing. Yeah. And you have to, when your life is, as, you know, rep. That shit crazy. It's, it's a control thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So, so everything is essentially um, labeled and set and ready to go. Mm. I've got um, a slew of friends coming to essentially move me out tomorrow. Oh wow! And um, I have. Um, I'm not taking everything with me, mm-hmm. but the saving grace for that is is that um, I've I've. Uh, had an appointment with a, a quote unquote seller today and he and his group are going to come in and um, I'm going to have essentially an estate, estate sale and that'll be happening um, in the middle of October. And I close the last week in October. So it's boom, 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 six weeks. That's amazing. And you know, who's who, I mean, you obviously know who, who, who's purchased the home then, right? Yes. Good. Yes. Gotcha. And it's, you know, I know for some people it's moving fast, but for me, it's it's being able to 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 breathe and let go, breathe and let go, and 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 start over. And whether you want to or not, whether you need to or not, you're doing it. But you know, this is this is a this is a this is a plus. I'm happy for you. This is a stretch. Thank also, you. for it to happen this quick, because it doesn't always happen that quick. Sales of houses and whatnot. You could have been lingering in there. Oh, yeah, still things that that could happen, but I think. I, I think the lesson learned for me is, mm-hmm. is that I would rather have do things. Oh, I think we all would. We I would rather have things done on my own terms than have something happen. Yeah, 
right now control of the situation. And the idea of, you know, leaving a mess for someone else to clean up financially or emotionally. Mm. And that, that's just not me. Oh, I like that. It causes me so much. I mean, I, I spent so much time in the hospital worrying about how other people were dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was like, you're very misguided, but you're sweet. Yeah. You sent, I was yeah, like, you sent me like a handwritten letter. Dear sir, I want to make sure you're okay with my condition. I was like, check bot. Right. Yes or no. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. No, no. Please have granny sim cookies. <laughs> Love, Bob. Uh, we're all, all just conservative. Well, I'm happy for you, my friend. Happy for you. This is going to be uh, a big step forward. And, and that wait, once it's all set, and uh, you know, some 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 credits uh, end up in your account, uh, and you can clear some things and 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 start anew. Um, and who knows? Who knows what the future holds? You know, you, you you could be in your own castle again, or you might not want to ever again. You know, I st- I'm still. My goal is to show up on your and Grace's doorstep and be like, "Hey." <laughs> and, um, well, yeah. And by show up, I mean you, uh, like Kathy Bates and Misery. You opened your eyes one night and go, "Oh, Jesus yeah, he's Christ!" There. He's there. We'd hear you. Um, well, no, Franny. Because you know, you know both. Well, I, I think Franny would be like, "Oh, I like you." I think Baxter. Well, Baxter would be like, he he'd be fine because he he can't see anymore, obviously. So he. He would maybe smell your energy before he got close, but he he just doesn't care. Franny, that would be the only thing he smells. Yeah, if you get close to one of us, she's gonna kill you. Franny has she actually is the only dog I've known to own a pocket knife, and she pulls that thing out the shank. Either one of us. Uh, we we did a, a, a experiment last night. On uh, I was sitting on the couch watching uh, one of our silly Bigfoot shows. Bigfoot shows. Uh, um, if I try to like reach out and just touch Grace, like maybe her knee or something, Franny will bite my hand. And then two seconds later, if Grace does the same, she'll try to bite Grace. She just wants to keep us apart. As if it's a you know mutual murder society. She's like, get away. Everyone into their corner. It's Franny she's time. A, she's a fabulous little puppy. She is. She is. She's one of my big wins. Uh, I, so- With her what? Well, speaking of moving forward and things to look forward to, what have you got going on? My big win this week is I didn't give up. No, and and here it is. No, I've um, I'm working on two projects uh, that I said I was going to do. One kind of came together organically and very unplanned, and one was something like, uh, "Oh, this might happen. I'm going to try to set it as a goal and and do it." And and it was a goal that I just, for whatever reason, never felt I had the right to do, and so. Uh, the first thing is is uh, very close to publicly announcing. In fact, this will be a public announcement, but a soft, you know, like when they, you know, when they open up like a Charlotte Roos in the mall, but it's a soft opening on Thursday and the right. grand opening's Friday. Friends and family. Yeah, friends okay. and family nights. Um, uh, this is a soft announcement for uh, my comedy album. We'll call it that. I keep calling it a comedy EP, but then I have to explain what EP is to non-music fans. My comedy audio album, not video, not on Netflix, not on YouTube, my comedy album titled uh, Ken Napsok In My Day Live at the Harrison Pub in London uh, is uh, on the way. It's going to be, uh, as I keep joking, it's been my joke, I'd keep going to, available for purchase, but also uh, streaming and downloading on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And there is uh, potentially going to be, I'm trying to put some together, a, a special edition for sale, maybe through like something like Bandcamp. Um 
that will have additional content on it. Um, not from that night because it was pretty much a one-stop shop. We showed up in London, we recorded the show, and that's what we, we had no take twos on that. So it's a rough and raw kind of live 26-minute uh, performance. I'm really happy about it. Um, but I put it together, and and uh, I, I what had happened, and, and and I'll let you jump in here so you can tell me I'm crazy crazy here, but um. I came out of London. I we we flew to London. You know, Joseph Scrimshaw and I were going with Grace and, and his wife Sarah, and we were going to have some fun in London and hit hit Star Celebration. But we decided, kind of last minute, we were we were going to do a comedy show. So Joseph found a spot, and, and shout out to our friend Maddie Gunner, who kind of recommended some spots, which which led us to getting a recommendation for the Harrison Pub. Uh, and they have an audio engineer guy, and and he recorded. and And I just remember thinking, you know what, I'm going to release this which put a lot of pressure on me to have a decent show. And, and, and I was almost too tense. I can, I can hear it. I hope other people don't, but it ended up being a great show and I'm very proud of it. And um, I've done that kind of stuff before, not even with comedy, but I've said, Hey, I'm going to do X. I've got this. That would be a funny idea or a great idea. Might even make me some money. I'm going to do this. And then I just don't. And, and, and that's not talking about, I'm not talking about pod, podcast concepts or there's just other things in my life. I'm like, I should do that. And then I don't. And it's not laziness. Sometimes it might be, but it is. Um, I just kind of look myself in the mirror and go, "Why you never succeed? Why? Why would you try?" And it's that kind of age old thing. And um, it started to happen because my my good buddy Mark Ellis, who I owe so much to uh, in in the world of stand up, was like, "Oh, I can recommend you to some folks, and we can get it properly released." So I had some big companies kind of look at it, and uh, it wasn't even that they rejected it, Robbie. They just never answered me. <laughs> I got pre-rejected. They were like, yeah, okay, send some send some stuff over. And I sent it over, just ghosted, didn't hear it. Um, so I decided nuts. Uh, that's usually when I shrink away and say, yeah, you know what? It's right. They're, they're right. Uh, I, I'm not worth this. I uh, decided I'm going to release it on my own. And lo and behold, um, that's what's going to happen, Robbie. And it's to the point where tomorrow, you and I are recording this on Friday. I think I'm going to re- release this on a Saturday. Um, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm loading the tracks in. It's happening. I'm really going to do this, whether people like it or not. We're loading tracks and I'm unloading a house. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> We're loading and unloading. Um, and yeah, I got art from the great Brian Ward and, 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 um, I'm, I'm really, I'm, am I allowed to say that I think it's fantastic by the way, the art. Oh yeah. I showed you the art. I showed you the fact You're, yeah, this is not a camera show. You're staring at it right now. Um, and I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of you. And I, I don't mean that in a condescending way. No, I mean, I, I need to take it. So I, I, I am. Yes. Yes, you do. Because mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, the thing that I find most endearing about you and the reason why I adore you the way I do is because, um, and I might've said this before and I haven't, it's, I don't think you understand just how damn good you are in what you do. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not trying to be emotional or anything because God knows I do enough of that. But I am, I, I remember when you all, because we we spoke before you guys went to London, because that's yep. when yep. I was going for stories and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked a little bit after the fact. And I was like, I was so glad that you did, that you just kind of branched out of just mm-hmm. doing, you know, yes, Star Wars celebrations, great. I, I know everyone had a good time. But that you kind of, you know, pursued the other passion in your life. Yeah. 
and the fact that you know you recorded it. I I think that um, when you brought up Mark Ellis, I love the fact that like because I realistically I you know I I've been to I've been to San Francisco and I've been to uh, Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. I've never been to LA. I've never been to Burbank. I don't mm-hmm. you know I I would like to come and visit mm-hmm. my friends there. Mm-hmm. But when Mark had released his uh, comedy specials on um, online and on mm-hmm. streaming and whatnot. I was so excited because, you know, again, I live in New York, but I don't live in New York city. Cause people think when you say you live in New York, yes. it's all, you know, <laughs> so that was my opportunity to really get to see Mark's work and yeah. the stuff that you've shared with us and the stuff that you've shared with me. Mm. It's like, I get to see my friend's work and I get to listen to my friend's work. And that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, because mm. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that follow you that that just know how damn funny you are, and now this will be their opportunity to be like, yeah, that's Ken. Yeah, I, I'm, so. I'm, I'm no, I, I I'm gonna I'm working harder to just take the 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 uh, not just take the compliments, but take the truths behind them, and and that's and that's that's the stuff that holds me back. It, it's and I, I we touched upon it recently on a, on an episode of Other Center where where. Um, I, I can't understand, I can't fully explain to people what it feels like because we all deal with some sort of imposter syndrome or this doesn't work and everything, but it, 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 so we all have this, but it's also unique to our own journeys. And mine definitely comes from my father. And it's just this, this idea that nothing works. I can accomplish some things, but it doesn't work to a level that sustains me or moves my career forward. And, and, and that's not all necessarily true at all. But it's something that I've watched happen to my father and still watch happen time yeah. and time again. And so it just, it's hardwiring. And um, I've watched for years. I've been, in, I've been, I started stand up comedy in 2003. Yes, I, I quit and walked away a couple of times, but I've been around the scene since 2003. And I've watched so many people go on to great things who deserve it, by the way. You know, I, I, I was, I was, uh, I think Eliza Schlesinger's second, third show in LA. I was the host of that show and brought her up and introduced her to, to the LA crowd. Uh, my friend Tim Powers was was kind of escorting her around, showing her some of the ways around the clubs, and you know, and look where she is now, you know, and she just deserves it. She worked very hard, but but I've watched countless. There's countless of those stories in my stand-up career, where I've just shook hands with people as they walk in, and then wave as they just keep on going to uh, a level of success that they want, work for, and deserve. And then I don't because I feel like that ain't my journey. I I guess. And so the amount of people I know who have released albums, released uh, comedy specials and released this uh, independently. This isn't like Netflix and HBO coming to them. This is just, hey, I did this. Like Mark Ellis's first comedy CD, Get to the Castle, was just something he did kind of on his own. Um, And I just never thought that was something I was going to ever experience. And which was silly, but I'm on the cusp of it. And and what's exciting, Robbie, is um, I'm certainly nervous about what people will think, you know, I want them to laugh, but I, uh, right. but I, I know in my head what I did wrong and right in that set, you know what I mean? And, and people are going to hear it. Uh, and I, that's my, that's another separate issue. But beyond all that, I, I don't care. I'm, I've just done it. And the check is by the box. I'm not worried about how much money it's going to make. I'm not worried how much it's going to move my career forward, which I had a little bit of that worry with the book, with the star Wars book. I had a little bit of like, Oh, I need to get out of debt. I hope this sells well. And that's not the energy you take in those kind of projects. So, um, yeah, that's the win. I'm going to take that win. It's yeah. It's it it's it's first and foremost if it's moving your soul forward, mm-hmm. fucking go for it. Yeah, 
that's that. I mean, excuse my French, but that's not, that's, that's not French. That's an American uh, swear word. Uh, that's true. Um, uh, well, it's uh, also it's, probably. It's, I think it's my one F bomb this episode, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I can relate to your story. And again, I keep saying the reason why I love you is because it's, how do I say this? What is the, what is the proper way to tell somebody when they're too hard on themselves? It's that you finally reach an age where I think sometimes we just wake up and go, well, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I think the proper way to say it is, "Hey, dipshit, you're too hard on yourself." I don't know. Right? You know, and and just like what? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. And we spend so much time comparing ourselves to others and rating our success and our failures based on other people. And it's like, well, nobody's us. Mm -hmm. You know, I did. It, it's horrible. It's horrible that it took me 40 years to learn that. Yeah. I'm finding that a lot of my friends, a lot of my contemporaries, we're right on track because. There's more people out there in our age group yeah. that feel like, what do I have to show for my life? Then I've realized. Mm, yeah. I don't know a single person in my life that is completely 100% satisfied with right. how things have ended up. Right now, I think for all of us, it is, okay, what's next? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot there. I'm, uh, yeah, there's a great interview I'm releasing on this podcast feed. It's coming out next week that touches on some of the generational struggles and that feeling. So I, I don't want to step on my own words that people are going to hear uh, in a few days, but yeah, um, that's a lot of what drives me and, and I'm excited and, 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 and excited just to, to take that breath and, and do it and then realize it didn't hurt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And that's the story I told here on the podcast feed a long time ago, not too long ago, actually. And I think about it where I got stung by that bee in the backyard. Cause I've been, and I've been afraid of bees my whole life and never been stung. Wasn't allergic, just afraid of it. And then it happened, you know, and again, if you're allergic, that's a different tale. But I just remember thinking, oh, that was it. Poor B, number one. And two, that was it. That's what I was terrified of. And I think yeah. that's a, a lesson I try to take forward. And and um, that's part of what's going on here. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, uh, I, I think that I'm, I'm just, I, I'm excited. I'm excited that, mm -hmm. because the thing I've noticed is, um, and I think a lot of people have noticed is clearly your love for comedy and writing and, and, and entertaining in that way and having that connection with an audience, you keep going back to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So obviously it means something. And I, and I, I love that. And I think, and I think people that enjoy your work know they, that it comes across as genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it's gotten better and, and I'm excited. And this, this will give me, um, confidence yeah yeah i don't want to turn this into a build me up buttercup episode for me but but this is the win i need to take and i think that sometimes sometimes our win is i ate less this week or ate what i my body needed versus what i wanted to stuff into it but um yeah i needed that and and, and a pal uh, um uh, some acquaintance really that i'm trying to get to know more makeup house is the great wonderful ed greer and and um he was with me in san diego uh on the show with mark ellis I had a great set. I had a really great set. And I have audio of that that might end up being on the special edition of this release. Um, we were talking a couple weeks later at the comedy store and he, he was like, man, we were kind of talking about this thing of just like, just why, why do we feel like we can't do, why can't I release an album? He was saying this stuff to me. And, uh, and he was like, man, I, I, but I watched you Saturday. I did a ton of shows that, that weekend. Uh, your set had as much heat as any of the other comics I saw. If anything, it had the most heat. Um, 
And I, that meant a lot to me to hear that from someone outside of my brain. <laughs> you know? Right. right. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's fantastic. I think yeah. stop telling yourself no is a lesson we can all learn. I think that's a, that's maybe the overall theme. <laughs> stop telling yourself yeah. no. Um, and, 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 uh, and, uh, go from there and build from there. Same with, same with what you're going through and, 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 uh, uh, well, I'll make you a deal. Okay. What's you bring, you bring me the, you send me the tracks and I'll listen to them while I put you in not wearing a shirt and just your baseball hat and you move furniture around my house. <laughs> so for both of us. We both get something out of it. We will uh, do. Uh, look, uh, my chicken wing, uh, body will head over to you. Um, you're, you're outside Manhattan, right? You're in New York, right? That's all the same spot. It's just a quick drive. Exactly. Okay. The thing I love the most about this is that, with most people, they would get weird. Grace would be like, eh, see you when you get back. Yeah, yeah. she'd be like, I want to <laughs> I I show up. I want to I look at some of those wigs. Uh, yeah, so that's that. That's my win in my day. Be released soon. Look for that information. Uh, and then shortly after that, it's not quite a win yet because we haven't got the ball across the, uh, uh, the, the, the line into the end zone. But um, uh, the, the music album is, uh, is close to being done, too. I think we're one song away, and that means it's a pressure on me to finish the lyrics uh but i'll be releasing uh, along with the uh, brian tiller and old hand so uh, the, the first album of uh, the band called the moon agers and uh that's going to be probably the month after and i'm just uh you know i'm curious as what people think about it i'm not you know it's funny robbie i'm not even i'm so happy and confident with the songs we've written so far um that i it's not a matter whether people are going to like it or not because music is personal i'm just i'm curious what people are going to think of whittle old me and these songs that help write. It's I'm I'm curious. It's fun. I think it's a natural evolution of of your, you know, history and broadcasting. I mean, music is what brought you into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. So, I'll be sharing that. I, I, I'm I'm excited about that too because I and yeah. I don't know if they know this, but I've you've I've been privileged enough to hear some of it, and I'm yeah, it's, uh, it's meaningful. It's meaningful. It's it's fun. It's thought provoking. It's you know again. It's another thing that comes from the heart. I I in, it's evident, and I'm I'm excited about that too. Yeah, um, BC and, and Hansa wrote some uh, absolutely uh, spectacular music, and 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 uh, I hope my 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 words and my lyrics um, are up to the task. But but here's I, I think they are. I think people are going to love it. Uh, so stay tuned for all that. Stay tuned for information on in my day, and stay tuned to this show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me to just kind of hang out with a good person, a good soul, an angel here on this earth and talk about things um, the way we want to talk about them on each episode. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Robbie, uh, give me an update uh, and, and, and jump into the Discord. If you want to talk to Robbie directly, if you're listening and maybe you're inspired, have questions, and maybe you're going through some stuff and, and Robbie can give you some wig advice. Uh, go ahead and uh, you can join my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Ken That'll get you in there. It'll also get you the Patreon pre-roll edition this same episode with 12 extra minutes or so before where we're just uh, getting ready to press record. And it's uh, kind of fun in its own right uh, as well. So there you go. Big final statement from you. you had some good, you had some very good c- title contenders today, Robbie. One of your quotes might end up as the thumbnail quote. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I can't remember it now. I, I have, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm, I, Stop saying no to yourself. Might be one. <laughs> You know what's been stuck in my head, and I'll just say this really quickly because mm-hmm. I'm I'm on an an Adele kick. 
I love Adele. I, love I think Adele. she's very funny. And I love her music. And there's that line in her song, I Drink Wine, that is sometimes the road less traveled is the road best left behind. Ooh, that's good. That is stuck with me. And and you know what? Yeah. She's right. She's very wise, that young British woman. She's very wise, uh, very talented, has had some wonderful songwriters working with her, including Dan Wilson of Semisonic. Uh, but enough music talk. You can get that on Pop Rock and Radio. That's it for now. I'm going to play the music on both versions, Robbie, so you get to hear it as we dance out. Uh, we'll see you next time here on our biggest win on the Napsock Network. 